Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you so much for being here today. This is episode number 50. I am recording this on March 8th, which is National Women's Day. So happy International Women's Day to all my ladies out there. I have a very exciting episode for you today with a fellow podcaster and I hope you enjoy it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. We have a very special guest. She is a mom and a fellow podcaster host of Ship My Roommate Says. Everyone, please welcome Gabby to the show. Hello there. <laughs> Hi, I'm so glad you're here today. I can't wait to chat. It's going to definitely be interesting. For sure. So <laughs> I always like to start out by just kind of getting some of your history of dating and just sharing whatever kind of comes to your mind gotcha so uh I'm recently single um I was in a relationship engaged uh about to be married we were together four years um so I just recently ended that I'm yeah I'm a mom I have a four-year-old uh I call her bad girl Jory uh and yeah I'm decided to start a podcast last year and you know seeing how that's going (laughs) that's so fun so tell me what your podcast is all about and I guess how you kind of started it so I'm sure everybody kind of has the same idea uh when COVID hit you know we were all inside there was nobody to talk to I am a I suffer from high functioning depression So while I was inside my house, I just got really, really into podcasts and I listened to several different ones and I ended up developing, I was like, I I come from a line of theater um, Mm -hmm. when I was younger and my dream job is stand-up comedy. So when I thought about podcasting, I was like, it's literally the two combined. So I figured it was my way to kind of give my, my, my impression, my, my footprint on, on the world, you know, let them open up to my chaotic life and world. That's so cool. And And you said last year. Yeah, I started January of 21. And since I have about maybe 20 episodes or so, 20 episodes out, a little bit more than 20, maybe. I don't know, roundabout. (laughs) That's so cool. And what is like, what's your favorite stuff to talk about in your podcast? So we talk about, uh, I have different guests come on. We talk about taboo topics. So uh, I like to have multiple perspectives on things. Some of the episodes we've done is the art of being too sensitive, when to swallow your pride, um, acting like a lady, thinking like a man, daddy issues. Um, My God, the list goes on and on love I did listen to I can't even remember which one it was now but I loved it like your content is so unique and the guests are like spot on like super super fun so I can't wait to listen to more of your episodes um so what like I know you said the um you know COVID and stuff like that um did you would you consider yourself like an introvert or extrovert an omnivert Oh, yeah. I I know. I use that one very well. Uh, I'm a big mix of both. So 
COVID really helped me tap into my homebody side. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I definitely have a green thumb. I like to, so when I, when I started the podcast, it literally um, became one of the things I really learned about during COVID. And mm-hmm. it, it just, it really, really kind of like broadened my horizons on everything that I thought I knew, but did not kn- actually know. <clears throat> so when I, I started on that avenue of creating the podcast during COVID, mm-hmm. what I had to learn how to make the intro. I had to learn what the RSS feed was. I, all of these different things, I had so many tabs open just to kind of understand what each one was. So to me, I kind of hold the podcast really high because it was something that I literally, like Drake says, started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yes. Love that. That's exactly how I felt. Oh my, I, I, I still, I, I, I I talk to so many different people just in everyday life who have had very successful podcasts. I'm like, teach me. Like, I just want to learn. I'm like, what is your podcast called? Like, I want to understand the, di- the different dynamics. Cause I know there's still a lot more. I don't know. Definitely. And it is a fun environment to be in because I feel like it is yeah. always changing and it's always, there's always more to know and like learn, which I think is, I love to learn. So I think podcasting is so fun to just like always exactly. be like talking to new people and, and, you know, hearing different perspectives. That's like literally my favorite thing about it. And just connecting with so many different people that you wouldn't normally get to, you know what I mean? So I'm so personalities of it all. Yes. Yes. It's so fun. And I'm so glad that we were able to connect. Um, And so for my listeners, we're going to be talking about Gabby's recent ending of her engagement. Um, That's going to be kind of like the main topic. And we're going to talk about some, you know, maybe some self-care ideas and just kind of understanding, you know, if you're unhappy that it is okay to leave a certain situation and, you shouldn't feel stuck. And if you do feel stuck, like what we can, you know, what you can do about it and to like bring yourself to be ready to move on. Right. So I know that you said it was fairly recently that you kind of ended it and you said you were together for four years. Is that what you said? Four years. Mm -hmm. Four years. So that's a long time. Now, when did you like, was there like some, some situations going on that were making you unhappy? Like during the end, or I guess when, when was the shift? So this is what's going to shock a lot of people. My shift came very early on. So, and, and I resorted back to this and we went to therapy and I can still say I resorted back to this moment is when, you know, the avalanche kind of fell. We, it was probably into six months, a little over six months of dating that I knew I was like, "Mm, okay. My first like red flag thrown. Mm -hmm. And that's what kind of led me to the, I hate to say it, but kind of always having a "Hmm," type of, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on this journey with you because I genuinely, and you know, I, I want listeners to understand that it's, I didn't just, you know, settle or go through autopilot. Like, no, I was genuinely in love with this man. 
It's yeah. just, I understood, I understood there was a lot that was going to go on here that I was either needing to say, Hey, get, get the hell out of the passenger seat, you know, run now or continue. And I don't know, um, what made me stay this long other than, you know, I really genuinely cared and I wanted to see it through, um, to say the least. Definitely. Cause when we met, um, he actually helped me raise my four-year-old. So when we met, my daughter was a month old and mm -hmm, so that played a really big part for me was that the connection and bond that they had, I did not want to disconnect. I didn't want to be the person who disconnected them. Right. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure a whole nother layer to the relationship too. It was like your daughter connected and that's that's going to be a tough one too. But at the end of the day, you probably mm-hmm. were just thinking, you know what, this is not right for me and I'm not happy. And I think that's a big factor in a lot of, you know, relationships and why so many people just, you know, stay because maybe it's easy or, you know, there's family involved or ex- I mean, there's so many different situations that could be happening, but I think a lot of oh, people definitely. just stay because it's like, it's more difficult to leave. That's what I think a lot of people think, right? It was, there was conveniences. Don't get me wrong. There was, there was different liberties, but there was pros and cons to both. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was just what, what were you willing to deal with and put up with? And for how long were you willing to do it? I guess is the questions. Yeah, no, that's, that's so true. And so when you guys, you know, so you were together for four years, you you got engaged, like how far into the relationship did he propose? So funny to say, um, he proposed February of February 28th of last year. Okay. And so we would have been, our wedding date was February 19th of this year. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And so we had already honestly split maybe three or four times before the, um, the wedding date. I mean, yeah, where some splits even consisted of like moving to separate houses to where it, I mean, big moves, big, big, genuine breakups or, you know, separations, but I kept going back. Right. Right. And that can be tough too, is like, you know, you're in the situation, you're like, is it going to work? Is it not going to work? And it's, it's definitely, I mean, I've been in some relationships where it's like, what are we doing here? And then you're like, oh, but I really love this person. And it's such a, it's a hard thing to go through. And I can't imagine like the extra layer of like being engaged, but like, I think a lot of, I assume I've never been engaged myself, but I assume that if you're in that situation, you probably feel like, oh, well, I can't get out of this. Like we're already like committed, but it's like, you know, if you, if you, in my opinion, I feel like a broken engagement is better than like going through with all of it and then realizing, oh shit, now I have to get a divorce. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. One, the last split we had, um, prior to this big one was actually this past year, um, in September, which was funny because when we split, it was, 
<laughs> it was the evening before my engagement brunch. Ooh. So it was hard be for me because we had, you know, there was, there, this was planned. This was a planned event. This was like details in the works. Yeah. So there was no way I could just cancel it, lose all of this money. I'm just, I'm frugal like that. So no, I put on a face and answered questions about a wedding that I, in my head, thought I was no longer planning. And I had to act happy and I was dead on the inside. And just so filled with rage just because of what him and I were going through the night prior. And I put on a better face to be the bigger person in the situation. And the thing that really hurt at the end of the day was that I kept having to be the bigger person. And even though there's nothing wrong with being the bigger person, I got fucking tired of being the bigger person. No, definitely. That, and that's that must have been a very hard situation because in your head, you're like, I can't just tell all these people, like, you know, it's not really going very well. And oh, yeah, yeah, that must have been a real tough one. And you said you were, you had everything planned already. So then you had to, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was, you know, lose out. It was enjoy this really nice planned brunch or lose out a lot of money on that very nice planned brunch that right. you're going to have to pay for it either way. I was like, I'm just going to go get the French toast. Fuck it. You know? <laughs> Fair enough. I, I probably I'm like, the same thing. I'm like, fucking give me the mimosa. You know what? Make it two. I just can't. Literally. Oh my, no, my mother-in-law, your son's a headache. <laughs> you don't even know. Literally. I mean, that's tough. That that's a tough pill to swallow, I'm sure. And just but like I said, I, I give you so much credit for realizing, you know what, I'm not happy. This is not what I want. And, and really just being like, you know what, the best focus is going to be on me and my daughter. And this is, this is what I need to do. Right. I have a Vera Wang dress in my closet to prove it. Oh, I know. Okay. This is how I feel with it. Right. Right. I looked at her and I was like, later girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm I'm still positive at the end of the day. No, definitely. And I think that's, that's also, I'm sure an important part of this is like trying to just, you know, and I'm sure, you know, some days are easier than others, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you obviously thought that this was the best decision for you and you seem, you know, like you're doing it. Yeah. And that's, and that at the end of the day is so important. Like you could be happy, you know, like. I just feel like yes. if someone is weighing you down and not making you feel good and, and all this stuff, it's like, do you really need to, should you live with that for the rest of your life? And, you know, thinking of yourself at the end of the day. Don't get me wrong. I loved my relationship. I loved my man and whatnot, but I loved me more. And that's what it comes down to. I, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So was there like, I guess, break down a little bit of, was there conflict? Was there fighting? Like, I guess what kind of ended or on your end? We were so opposite and, you know, kind of backtracking to that six month mark when kind of stuff went down. He had thought I had cheated way back when. 
I got really, really drunk and I'll say it. I'll be honest. Yeah. Wine in my cup. I got drunk off two bottles of wine, texted a friend. He was drinking too. We sent very inappropriate messages to each other. Fine. I admit it. I admit it. Yeah. Next morning I woke up. What the fuck? And called my friend. Hey, I am so sorry. This is very not me. I'm so sorry. Please understand. And, and it was the most very honestly, it was the most easiest conversation to have that I've ever had with a guy because he was like, no, I understand too. Like, we're just not, it's not going to happen. I was like, thank you. And I deleted the messages out of my phone because I just felt weird for even having them. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I, I don't remember which weekend it was in particular, but I went to, I took my, I took chef's car and I went to go get us coffee and tacos. I did not realize my Apple watch was still on the dresser, uh, mm-hmm. like on his desk. Cause we were at his house. Um, my daughter and I were staying over and I guess he went through my watch and he was like, who's, who's so-and-so. And I was like, he's this and this, like he's this person. Why? And you were going to meet here. I was like, oh shit. What the hell did you find? What did you see? Because I know what those messages do. Those messages are, you know, incriminating. You know, I, I know what they, I know what they said. Right. And, but my thing was, it's like, I had already handled it. I took care of it. So rather than letting me explain, it went to like DEFCON 5. Mm-hmm. And it just, it turned into this big argument. Well, I mean, from then on, there was always that insecurity of, is she talking to somebody else? What's going on? And I lived in, and I have no reason to hide my phone. Right. But I lived in constant fear of my watch and my phone being somewhere where he could grab it. Even though I didn't have anything to hide, I didn't want you to look at my shit. Right. Yeah. You broke, you broke my trust. You broke my privacy. Like, you know, it took us maybe two years into our relationship to finally see a therapist for it all. And from there, I was like, you either trust me or you don't. I was like, you know, and at this point you, I go, you think I'm a cheater. I go, so I might as well cheat since you treat me like one. Mm -hmm. Like I got to the point and I kind of said, I was like, I might as well go fuck another guy. Right. Like Because you're treating me as that. 100% you know, and I'm a very sexual person. So I think that's where, I think that's where when he, and you know, and I tell people that first off the bat when you date, because if you date somebody with a lower sex drive than you, you're dealt, you're doomed from the start. Let's just keep it real. Agreed. 100%. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I totally so my ex just wasn't as sexual as me. And there is nothing wrong with that. However, I've told you and told you and told you what my standard is and what my expectations are. You know, I at least communicated to you what I wanted. I never held it against you. However, I said, like, I'm going to want to try different things that in turn, I guess, made him feel insecure or inadequate, but that's not my problem. No, if if you laid it out, like, Hey, this is what I 
like you were saying, mm-hmm. I expect, I want, I desire, these are my needs. Like this is my, you know, fantasy, whatever. Yes. I think if you're laying it all out there and he's not receiving it, that's, that's his, that the ball's in his court, you know? Thank you. And that's what would happen many times. And then it turned into, why are you wearing so much makeup? Where are you going? Who are you going to go with? And I'm like, the fuck is it matter that I'm wearing this much makeup for me, bitch? Like, right, right. I like to look good. Okay. Like, you know, and it, it became one of those things. Like I was like, I can't fucking deal with this. I'm, I'm going to go to jail before I even hit 40 or something. If I, if I stay here, because I, I could, the best way to explain it. And again, I'm not ragging on him. The best way to explain it was I could feel me, I could feel myself going away. I could feel all of my color. I'm a very colorful person. I could feel me turning gray. Mm. I wasn't me anymore. And I think that's what I started resenting him the most for was that I was like, I no longer recognize me because I changed to make you happy. That is a good way to describe it as turning. What did you say? Gray? Gray. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Like, and I think that's a big thing to be so self-aware of like how you're feeling. Cause I feel like in a lot of situations in everyday life, you're always an autopilot, right? You, you wake up, you mostly do the same things over and over again. And then, and then you go to sleep and you do it all again. And sometimes I, I do this all the time. I try to like stop and some part of my day, I try to think to myself, you know, how am I feeling today? could I have done something better or, you know, how I'm feeling about my relationship or work life, whatever it may be. Um, and I think just stopping and taking a second and being so aware of, of how you're feeling, or even if it's like a weak thing, like how did, how did I feel this week? You know, my depression's a little bad today. You know, my anxiety was super bad during the work week. I had a lot going on and just really kind of, it sounds silly, but like take a second to like really reflect on things. And I think- yeah, it's so important. And a lot of people I think are, they don't do that because it's just, they get so tied up in whatever is going on in their life. And I think, you know, doing that, especially in in yourself and your relationship, your work life, all of the parts of your life, it's so important to be self-aware, right? Because like you were saying, you, you felt yourself not being yourself and in my opinion, there is nothing worse than like when you feel like off, you're like, I'm not feeling myself. I feel off. Like this person's not bringing joy to my life or they're not fulfilling what I need. Um, they're not filling my buckets and something's going to change. Right. Oh, exactly that. I, so, um, I'm in Texas and last year, right around the time we got engaged, um, maybe like two weeks before and all that. Yeah. Two weeks before, um, we experienced what was like a really, really bad snowstorm and mm-hmm. Texas is notorious for heat. Yeah. So, um, just, you know, like Texans don't know what the fuck to do when snow happens, like the whole world shuts down over here. Right. And so put it, I, I worked in property management. So I worked in apartments Um, and I was, I was an apartment manager and I actually lived in the same community that I worked at. Well, no, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. Um, But maybe not cool. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's it has perks, but not cool. And so when we went through that, I actually, I mean, we were without water, we were without electricity. Oh. It was it was like fifty degree weather. My neighbor had a freak accident and wound up in the hospital in surgery and had nobody to take care of his beautiful lab. So of course me as a good Samaritan, I took his lab in just so that way he wouldn't worry about it. Cause he was like an old man. And yeah. I was like, I know, right. Yeah. You can't do that to him. Like, right. There's going to be a soft spot one day, you know, where like, I'm going to do something really bad. And my only token is going to be like, I help that man. And he's like, <laughs> I, I'm going to help that man. (laughs) So, and you know, so that, that whole, cause it happened like a little over a week. It was about maybe 10, two weeks long, 10 days, two weeks long. Yeah, it was bad. And that whole thing really fucked me up mentally. It, it sent me into my downward, downward spiral. Mm -hmm. Um, and eventually I kind of had like a mental breakdown that I went to therapy for, which he was the one to kind of bring me to that term. He's like, you are running on fumes. You have nothing left. He's like, you need to reflect. You need to, you know, allow yourself this time. You need, you need this, Mm -hmm. you know, um, my anxiety and depression got so bad that I couldn't go over the, like, the what is it like the over like the overpass like the connectors mm. to like the really so over here they're super tall and I'm just not about it I will drive like 30 on them because I get super scared Understand. And, but it was the anxiety of it all it was that I got so bad oh. and it took it took therapy to kind of chip away at that shell that got built up Definitely. And I also love therapy. Therapy is an amazing tool. I oh, have, God. I've talked about this on my podcast. My listeners are probably like, really, Janae, you're going to talk about therapy again, but I don't care because therapy is amazing. It can do wonderful oh. things as long as you find the right person to connect with. That's a huge yes. factor. Cause I've had therapists where it's like, they kind of just listen and they don't really give advice. They're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and it's like, no, I need feedback. I need like I need you to respond to what I'm saying to make me, you know, feel better. So definitely connecting with someone is so important, but I love, I think therapy is a great thing and it's a great tool and more people should go. (laughs) I was so stubborn, you know, I, to me, it was the fact, and, and I want people to understand, you know, you can, you can have your own options. I read books, I researched, I tried crystal healing I tried and and me I'm always just about you know positive energies and vibes and I just I actually started putting boundaries in place of you know cutting off different people cutting ties here and there but when I found that none of that really was truly absolving or resolving anything for me in addition to that I did therapy and that's where it was Mm -hmm. like well shit I need to focus on me I'm thinking it's all these different things well it's me mm-hmm. well I love that you're like you tried so many different things I also self-help books are great like in the crystal healing I I mean I like meditating and stuff like that like I'm yeah. very spiritual so that side of things I think is so cool I mean whatever I feel like 
the best advice to give is just like whatever you feel is best for you to try to exactly. do right just try meditation you know read some books try different things even like watching videos I mean podcasts I have I have I was just about to say I've cried on po- or listening to podcasts I can't tell you how many times or just like mm-hmm feel it so much and you're just like you get like the goosebumps it's like there's some I mean I think some there are some podcasts are almost like therapy like if it just sings to you basically like it just it resonates with you and some of them are just incredible if you get to the self-care and I think there's inner peace and I one after that Mm. those are my episodes where I was literally rock bottom like I will admit like rock bottom I didn't want to record. I didn't have the urge, the passion, the, any of it. And I made myself and it took everything to not cry in those episodes because it was me just being raw and saying, Hey, I'm not good, but I'm here. Right. I think they were very short too. I think they're like five, 10 minutes each. Hey, it was, but it was something for me. It was like, Hey, yeah, you still pushed through and did it. And I, that's another you know, really great thing that you did, you know? So even when you, therapy, it totally is. And I, I, I love like just learning about what other people do to like, you know, self-care and stuff like that. Um, Well, I kind of want to get into that in a little bit, but I wanted to ask you, like, what would you advise people to do? Like, if they're not happy, you know, um, if they're going through something hard with, you know, someone that they're in a relationship with um like what do you think made or like if someone is like wanting to leave like what do you think is the best advice to give them there I still go today to this day wanting to message him don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. but I stop myself I actually look at a message that he recently posted calling me a whore on Instagram. Oh my God. That's horrible. Yeah. He's, he's going through some emotions and he needs to work on himself, but nonetheless, I'm still gonna, you know, be the bigger person. Right. But I look at that, you know, I think of those moments where I was crying in the shower and he didn't hear me. And I think of those moments that I was at my lowest and I was the one wiping my own tears. Mm. And that's what makes me, you know, that, that to me, if you think of those moments, if you're at your lowest moments, who is the reason behind those lowest moments? Yeah. Ask yourself those questions. You know, you have, I know what I did and I know how long I stayed, but every, everybody's different. You know, you ask yourself those questions though, at the end of the day, if, if this is really worth it, I my bet my best example is I planned a wedding and I wasn't sure of my groom mm-hmm. you know make sure at the end of the day that's the person you want to do things with like really put yourself in those scenarios of is this really it I played so many scenarios in my head that I think I just ended up my mind was more made up than anything. Right. And you always had those doubts. I assume you just, Mm -hmm. I shelved them. 
you know, until it really came down to it where my mind, you know, like that, have you seen that movie Inside Out? Mm, I'm really bad with movies. You're good. It's a, it's a Pixar movie and it's all about the emotions on somebody and the inside of somebody's brain. And I felt like all of those emotions inside my brain were like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Mm. get your shit together, Gabby. Come on. Mm. Like, that's how I guess my, my mind was like, stop. Mm. Mm. But trust the gut. Trust the gut. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 Trust yourself at the end of the day. Like, I don't, I know it sounds cheesy. You are your biggest supporter. Yeah. So the only person you need to listen to at the end of the day is you. Yeah. And it's the, it's the voice you often ignore. That's so true. Especially when you're in love. Like I think love mm. just like really makes you have tunnel vision. And sometimes you have to like step out of that for a second, as hard as that is. And yeah. just think like, is this really what I want? Am I really very content? You know, I think that's really good questions to ask yourself when you're in that situation. Um, what was the biggest thing that you learned from just like this whole situation, would you say? Not to lose myself. I, I know at the end of the day, my biggest lesson learned is that I feel as much as I was made to change, the biggest part of me that wasn't changed is that I'm still a big hopeless romantic. Like I know my person is out there. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know if I'm ready yet. I don't think I am for sure. No, I need some time. But, you know, eventually that person's going to come along and, all of the things that I was made to feel specific ways about are going to just melt because that person's going to enjoy all of those things. Absolutely. I I feel like he's out there. (laughs) Oh, he 100% is 100%. And I think I always think where where he at though. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously though. Like, I feel like when you, when you're ready, you'll, you'll know, I think, you know, when you've healed and, and really just kind of gain that, like, okay, I'm ready. Like, I feel like some people do it quicker than others. And I think that's really all about preference. Um, But from my experiences, when I've got out of long-term relationships, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take some time for myself, build myself, you know, make myself happy and content before I can make someone else happy. I think that's a huge thing that some people just kind of jump the gun into something else. And they're like, oh shit, I didn't really work on myself before I got back into something else. So I think that's a huge factor. So during, you know, like after your breakup and stuff like that, like, what would you say has made you like, maybe if you were feeling down what, what's some ideas that like self-care or like just tasks that you've done that have made you, you know, happier, content, just stay busy? Um, what would you say? I really spend a lot of time now. I try and be outside a lot. Um, mm. When I'm not podcasting, I like to take bad girl jewelry out and I like to go to the park. I like to just do a lot more activities with her. I'm trying to really build hers and my dynamic now together minus one. So 
you, you know, I am trying to show her that, you know, you know, daddy went away to go work on himself. Like there's nothing wrong with that though. Like, you know, she still talks about him, but it's, it's you and me now. Yeah. It's you and me. And, you know, and I, I actually spend more time just with her. That's nice. That's really good advice too. Just like focusing on, focusing in on the thing that's most important to is your daughter and, and really building relationship. And that's beautiful. And I also think nature I've heard is like one of the most craziest things that a lot of the people in this world don't spend enough time in. And I actually need to do this myself because I feel like it's winter. I live in New Hampshire, so it's like cold, but I'm like, I always want to go for a walk. And then I'm like, no, I shouldn't because it's so cold and I'm going to be freezing. But like, I've heard that like nature can literally be like so therapeutic, so good for your mind, your body, your soul, just like the whole thing, just, just looking at nature, walking through it, like doing really anything in nature, I think is super, super good for your body. I enjoy it. And, you know, it, again, it gives us that bonding time and we're getting yeah. our exercise in right. we're out of the house. We're not, I guess to me, it's like, we're not being couch potatoes. Mm-hmm. You know, we're actually doing something with our time. Definitely. Plus it's nice outside all the time here. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. That's literally. I'm like, I have to throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I know it's, it's crazy how different the, just the whole United States, I mean, really the whole world, but like just in general, like my boss lives in Florida and she was like, oh yeah, it's been like 80 degrees here. And I'm just like, oh, oh right. <laughs> my boss is in Arizona right now. And she was like, oh my God, it's hot and sunny here. I was like, yeah, it's, 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 it's nice and it's nice and good here. I was like, it's perfect 60. <laughs> right. I know. I, was like, I don't know about you. <laughs> it is 31 here right now. It's a little chilly. Good luck with that. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but again, the whole nature thing, I got to get out there. Good advice. Yeah. 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 You got to get out there. Me? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I really do. I really do. Um, okay. So one of my last questions is how did you have the conversation with him that you weren't happy or like, you know, just talking a little bit about that and maybe some advice as well. My mind, I felt was a little bit more made up before my mouth caught up with me. So it was like, we broke up like the first week of January Mm -hmm. and I, and I want to say it was Christmas that I was like, yeah, what are we doing? Like I was already kind of like, we were already getting there was arguments that had already just been happening and words that were said and more red flags that were thrown from that, from, yeah, from like then from Christmas to, to when the breakup happened and it was just red flag beep, 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 beep. Mm -hmm. And it was just more so like, I, you know, I said it on Christmas. I was like, I don't, what, what are we doing? I was just like, I was just, I'm so out of this. I'm so tuned out now. I said, Mm -hmm. I think, and I, and what is it? I honestly think our breakup was so 
e- not easy, not easy at all. Our breakup was so just apparent mm. because it was, um, it was to the point where he was like, do you even want this anymore? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not happy. And I was like, I'm not happy. Like it just, I, I kept saying it and he's like, well, you're never going to be happy. And I'm like, but not with you. Like, no, like, right. no, I'm not. And, you know, and to me, and he's like, you know, like, are you willing to break up the family? Yes. Right. Yes. Like I, I honestly, I had a friend, um, a girl, a close girlfriend who I just out of the blue dropped out of nowhere, you know? And I want to say it was because she was, she felt so strongly that I had settled that to me, it was just like, I now feel like this with you and had to get better right there was I had you have to realize at the end of the day what's better for you definitely right and if you share that with someone like I'm not happy if you keep repeating that and saying that and it's not like hitting a chord with them red flag right like I've definitely been in that situation where it's like I'm not happy and the person like they don't do anything about it they don't like yeah it was words it was words and not progress it was words and not effort Yes. And to me, it's, you're not going to change if it's just words. Like mm. I can say words too. Right. 100% actions are just so important in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did you get any like really good advice from, I don't know, family members, friends that stick out to you when you were going through this? Just everybody, as much as I, you know, cause I now took on the entire house by myself. I took on all of it where it was usually split right down the middle and where I started doubting myself. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm now two months in with, you know, prepaid two months more. You know, I, I realized that again, the person who was making me feel like I couldn't do it was me. Mm. And you just have to allow yourself to break out of your shell. Yes. I love that. That's a really good advice too. Really good advice. Awesome. Well, I think it's game time. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. So this is called this or that. So just choose whichever one speaks to you more. Okay. So the first one is pizza or pasta. Oh, shit. Pasta. Pasta. Yeah. Um, fruits or veggies? Fruit. Fruit. Love it. <laughs> you could only online shop for the rest of your life or in-person shop for the rest of your life. Which one would you choose? Mm, in person. In person. Love it. Person. I love in yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, I... Because, you know, there is those times where you run into like a shoe doesn't fit right or something just doesn't look right. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. Amazon, they fuck up sometimes. And yeah, I like, I like going, I like going. Me too. And there's nothing worse than having to return something that you bought online. It will just sit there for weeks and you're like, well, I'm not returning it now. (laughs) I'm pretty good because I live right by UPS. I'm just like, oh pop in but no there was times when I didn't live by one where I was like yeah 
it, it, it came in like weak increments. <laughs> right, right. Um, if you could live in a zoo or live in a, an amusement park, which one would you choose? Oh. Um, amusement park. Love it. Give up cursing forever or never be able to eat ice cream forever? Ice cream. Wow, that was a quick answer. My show is shit, my roommate says. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that because I yeah. would, I love ice cream, but I could never give up swearing ever. No, no, I, uh-uh, I. <laughs> That's I so funny. Bye-bye, Rocky Road. <laughs> My rocky road. <laughs> I just can't. That's so funny. Not um, at a motherfucking minute. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Okay, the next one's would you rather live by the ocean or live in the woods in a cabin? Ocean. 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 Wow. I am a huge water, water baby. Love it. Same. Okay, now this one is interesting. Would you rather if you could if you only were able to wear ball gowns every single day for the rest of your life or only wear swimwear for the rest of your life every day, which one? Ball gowns. Ball gowns. Love it. I'm a queen. <laughs> Hell yeah, you are, girl. I'm a, I'm a queen. <laughs> 100%. Um, would you rather direct a music video or direct a movie? Movie. Movie. Mm-hmm. Would you rather from a theater background? Oh, that's right. That's right. So you must have been in a bunch of different plays and oh yeah. Stuff like that. It's that's, my fave. That's awesome. Um, would you rather travel to Hawaii or Europe? Ooh, Europe. Europe. Yeah. Flowers or chocolate? Flowers. 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 Would you rather have a personal housekeeper or personal chef? Housekeeper. Housekeeper. <laughs> no. Oh, damn. <laughs> ah, you know what? Only because I don't cook, I would I re- retract my answer to chef, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll clean. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, the last one is sunrise or sunset. sunrise sunrise love that well this was so much fun gabby thank you so much for sharing your story and being here today please plug all of your social media your podcast all of the things yes of course um so if anybody's interested in following uh, Instagram, I am at SMRS underscore podcast. You can follow me on uh, Facebook, uh, same thing, SMRS underscore podcast. I'm streamable. Uh, my website is www.shitmyroommatesays.com. And that has all of my content, videos, podcasts, merch, contact form, everything that you would need to get a hold of me or watch my stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Gabby. It was so fun chatting with you today. Yes, I look forward to having you on my show too, ma'am. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Definitely connect with Gabby and listen to her podcast. You know where to find me at My Naked Mindset on 
Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and feel free to also give me an email with any ideas or topics or guests or if you want to be on the podcast, mindset at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I love you all. Bye. Thank you.